0: what a 100 people pleasers say they have in common. This survey I did was conducted over the months of November to December in 2017 as part of market research for my new coaching program, The Honesty Effect, 3x your social confidence to free yourself from people pleasing in just 12 weeks. Over 100 people responded to the survey, and I've analyzed the results with my feedback here. If you identify as a people-pleaser, or care about someone who does, you'll want to check this out. Firstly, let's quickly review the three key findings. Number one, the biggest issue people-pleasers have is with confrontations. Asserting themselves to set boundaries, expressing beliefs and desires that might cause a negative reaction, and asking for something directly in a way that might lead to a rejection. Because people-pleasers avoid this, they miss out on love, career opportunities and self-respect number two people please to see themselves as honest people yet hide huge important truths from others particularly anything that might make someone unhappy this shows that they actually have the power to improve their situation because being more honest will reduce feelings of disconnection and loneliness more on that later and number three People pleasers share the problem of being beaten down by the I'm not good enough story in their minds, which makes them ashamed about certain truths. Ironically, hiding these truths is what prevents people pleasers from making deep connections, expressing who they really are, and setting respectful boundaries. Now let me just take a time out to talk a little bit about the program here. Have you had enough of being a people pleaser? In 12 weeks or less, you can build the social confidence needed to completely free yourself from worrying about what other people think of you, so that any time you're in a high pressure social situation, like asking someone out or confronting your boss, you can honestly and boldly express yourself, connecting with people deeply, without social anxiety or getting stuck in your head. If this sounds like you, email me, dan at brojo.co.nz with the subject line, I'm keen, and we can talk more about the next steps. If not, that's okay, just keep on listening. Let's go to the results for the quantitative questions. These are the tick box type questions I had in the survey. First one, what type of people pleaser are you? There was almost an exact 50-50 split between approval seekers, people who love attention, and disapproval avoiders, the people who hide in the shadows. This means you all have a tendency towards one or the other but probably change which one you are based on the specific situation. Next question was the top three values that you bring to a social interaction. 71% of you said that I'm nice, empathetic, compassionate and in tune with emotions. 52% of you said that you're logical, reliable and rational. And 47% of you said that you're totally honest and trustworthy. People pleasers tend to treat others well and be reliable. There are strengths in people-pleasing that will contribute greatly to connections and socializing in the future. Unfortunately, they also hide emotions behind rationality and lie to themselves about how honest they really are, so they miss out on their full social potential. The next question was the top three most important social goals. The Top three were, number one, 22% of you said you want to make more friends or have better friends. of you wanted to find a loving partner, and 11% of you wanted to create a more active social life. Those numbers might sound small, but that's because I forced everyone to choose just one of the answers each. People pleasers have a problem with either quantity or quality, dependent usually on what type they are. Approval seekers tend to have a large amount of shallow connections, while disapproval avoiders tend to have a very small amount of any connection, but they do have some deep ones. There are always exceptions. One thing both types have in common is dissatisfaction with their social life and a struggle to achieve deeper connections in their love life. Next question. Top three anxiety-causing situations. This is where I asked everyone to choose their most anxiety-provoking social situation. 32% of you chose standing up for yourself, confrontations, and arguments. This was the clear winner. 16% of you chose expressing attraction or interest in someone for the first time. And 14% of you chose being the center of attention, such as public speaking. People pleasers are hesitant to engage in anything that will create emotions they feel uncomfortable either witnessing or experiencing. Confrontations is a broad category that covers any emotionally unpredictable situation, which is the people pleasers' worst nightmare. We can see themes of avoiding judgment, rejection and public embarrassment coming through. So many opportunities lost just to save face. Next question, the top three things you suppress and hide. 55% of you said the I'm not good enough story in my mind. 46% of you said emotions that you're worried you can't handle or that you think other people will judge as being weak. And 43% of you said beliefs you think others will disagree with. Despite the fact that almost everyone in the world has the I'm not good enough voice in their head, few talk about it openly. People pleasers believe they're the only ones that feel this way. Fighting against this voice is the true cause of their feelings of social danger, isolation and loneliness. They also hide things they worry others will judge them for, which is a form of self-rejection. It creates even more loneliness. And in doing so, they miss out on deep, shared experiences that come from sharing these very human experiences. Next question, the top three people-pleasing tactics you use. 67% of you said pretending to agree or feel fine when you're actually emotionally upset or disagreeing. 61% of you said procrastinating on necessary but uncomfortable social action, such as a sales call. And 45% of you said being friendly and nice instead of directly expressing your attraction to someone. Again, we see a theme of avoiding uncomfortable emotions through hiding them from others, suppressing them, which is hiding them from your own awareness, or manipulating others into avoiding them. The emotions most likely to be avoided are disappointment, disapproval, dislike, anger, sadness, jealousy, fear, and embarrassment. Which are, of course, all normal human emotions. These are all emotions connected with the concept of rejection. People pleasers often mistakenly believe that these emotions are dangerous to connections. The truth, of course, is that these emotions are required for connections to get deeper. The next question, your top three unhealthy coping mechanisms. God, sounded pretty negative. Anyway. of you said overeating more than once per week, specifically sugary or fried foods. 39% of you scrolled through social media during a social event. And 34% of you used pornography more than two days in a row all by yourself. You see, all that stress from pretending and hiding must be managed somehow, right? So people pleasers like to get a nice hit of dopamine, which is the feel-good chemical, to overcome the exhaustion of too much cortisol, which is the stress chemical. All of these activities release dopamine. Ironically, dopamine suppresses the release of oxytocin, which is the connection chemical, and serotonin, which is the confidence chemical, which is why these behaviours only serve to make things worse while temporarily feeling good. The next question was about the top things you've already tried to deal with this problem. 69% of you have tried books or free free online resources, and 43% of you tried trial and error experiments by yourself without support or guidance. I was surprised and thrilled to see such a high percentage of people are trying things actively on their own. Overthinking without taking action is a common people pleaser trait, so it's great to see some people breaking through that. Unfortunately, it seems that for many of you it simply isn't working. Either the advice you're receiving is bogus and unhelpful, or you're hoping that all the books and free videos will somehow get you out of taking uncomfortable action. It looks like you will need better guidance and more action. Is this ringing any bells? If you're listening to this and thinking, wow, that is so me, and you're excited about the possibility of discovering a more confident and real way of living, email me dan at brojo.co.nz with the subject line I'm keen and we can talk about next steps let's move on to the qualitative answers now so those were the facts and figures I also looked at common type answers and analyzed the most commonly used words and phrases to get a richer look at what's going on behind these numbers so here are the top three words and phrases about who you want to be or who you wish you were number one To enjoy life, relax, be less anxious, be calm under pressure and feel good enough. Number two, to be able to immediately tell people how you feel, to take action and be socially unstoppable. Number three, to be confident in yourself, someone who handles conflict and takes risks. Says it all, doesn't it? People pleasing deprives you of self-confidence, risk-taking boldness and the ability to deal with conflict in a relaxed, calm way. People-pleasers are often too attached to being seen as easy-going to be able to unleash their true power and authentic selves. People-pleasers often spend time being feminine or passive, without the necessary masculine actions that we all need to take sometimes to build courage, respect and honesty. The next top three words and phrases were about what causes you the most pain. Number one, and this was clearly number one. Worrying what others think of me and caring about being judged. Number two was the I'm not good enough story. And number three was loneliness or feeling lonely. It was painful for me to review these answers because I know how it feels. People pleasing keeps everyone else happy but leaves you feeling alone, unloved and constantly at risk of being abandoned. People pleasers are often unable to see the dark truth that they create these feelings themselves by failing to express themselves honestly and shamelessly, and that it has nothing to do with what other people think of them, or how much others like them. That's why I called my program The Honesty Effect. It's all about unleashing the huge mass of honesty that you hide under the surface, without having to worry how others will react. The last thing I had a look at was the top three words and phrases about what you want from life in general. Number one was more fun, better career, better perspective on life. This kind of theme of more and better. Number two was social freedom, to be able to enjoy people's company and join in more without worrying. And number three was more friends, better friends, comfortable friendships, deeper connections, sharing your life with someone special, or creating a wide friend circle. The word better came up so much that I got sick of it. This shows that people pleasers can see that there's a potential they're not reaching, something they feel held back on, especially when it comes to connections with other people. The exciting part is that they don't realize how powerful they are, and that with some slight tweaks to their behavior, these dreams are easily accomplished and totally realistic. So in conclusion, we people pleasers have some subtle differences, dependent usually on childhood influences. For example, whether we had to show off to get love, or whether we had to protect ourselves from harmful forms of attention. Underneath these surface differences are the same fears, mental patterns, and unhelpful beliefs. We have strengths that are waiting to be unleashed. We're good at reading people and are hypersensitive to how people are feeling. We are compassionate, kind, and giving. All the elements for a great connection are there. What we are missing is simple the ability to initiate and handle confrontations whether it's setting a firm boundary with a disrespectful person risking a rejection by expressing attraction or asking for something that we haven't been given permission to ask for confrontations scare us the most and that's the key the honesty effect is all about confrontations by the end of 12 weeks you might not yet be fully confident but you will have learned everything you need to create and handle healthy confrontations. You'll learn how to express yourself honestly without losing compassion, no matter who's around or what the stakes are. You'll get the blueprint to social freedom, the ability to really be yourself. If you're ready to let go of wearing social masks, to stop caring what other people think of you, and to put an end to the lonely feeling, then email me right now, dan at brojo.co.nz, with the subject line, I'm keen, And we can talk about next steps with no obligation or pressure. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Cheers.